Oh, hi! If you embark on any creative adventure or path, however much you love it, ooh-wee, one day you're gonna get stuck for a while. However much you love whatever art form or pursuit it is, there are potholes large enough for you to fall in, and when you're in them, you will convince yourself you're never getting out. And if you've never felt it before, I'll gladly describe the whole process, if that helps. YouTube was the only time, and I suspect will be the only time, when anyone gave much of a damn about anything I did, quote, creatively. I had gotten stories out there a bit before, but all of it, frankly, was terrible. Then suddenly, for no reason you understand, you have people online who appear to want more of what you're doing. You're still not convinced you're doing decent work, but you carry on, and suddenly you're actually doing this full time. And you wake up thinking about it in the morning, and you can't wait to get to your desk to start working, and you'll gladly sit there all day, and it isn't even work, because finally, things are going somewhere. Every day, practically every moment of every day, is an adventure. Every problem is an opportunity to learn how to fix it. Things are great. If you have reached this point, a big congratulations. You are now, I hope, where you wanted to be. And you will keep this up for a while, and everything will be an absolute joy fest, and how could anything creatively go wrong? But suddenly, at some point, without warning, the music goes away. The joie de vivre, the gumption you had, is dead, and you can't even muster the energy to sit through writing another damn word, because you hate it, you hate all of it, and all the nice and frankly undeserved comments in the world ain't gonna cut it. And you will find that the new you, the creatively enriched one you were getting used to being, was a temporary wax mask over your real worthless face. Now it has melted off, and here you are again. The same dummy, the same wannabe artist, the same fuck up, just a little older. You will convince yourself you are now creatively bankrupt and should never have started, should never have embarrassed yourself with such incompetence publicly, and will suddenly start fantasizing about going off to Tibet to join a Buddhist monastery. Maybe. Possibly. Totally hypothetical. I definitely made all that up. If you have reached this point, a big congratulations. You are now in the midst of creative burnout. You have pushed the idea button too many times, and instead of waiting for the ideas to plop out of their own accord, you opened the machine and started trying to speed up the mechanism and pulled off all the cogs and broke the whole damn thing. There is no mechanics number on the side, none of your friends have any useful suggestions, and probably, quietly, you think you've gone mad. Symptoms will include, but are not limited to, insomnia, anxiety, desperately throwing yourself at other hobbies and finding no joy in them, going for excessively long runs through Eugene Park at one in the morning, and above all, the absolute conviction that this is permanent. This is how it is now. It's not a phase, it's your default state. The good days are never coming back. There's only a limited number of them in the universe per person, per lifetime, and you have just spent all of yours. The rest of your life will now be spent reminiscing. Now, if all that sounds to you like rubbish, then a very big congratulations indeed. You've either gotten through this or never gone through it, and both are preferable to it happening currently. Creative burnout is no different functionally to the pang of grief or the black pit of a lovely winter depression or anything else gone catastrophically wrong in a life. As in, it is a temporary condition masquerading as a permanent one. Because there is pain and then there is suffering. I bet if some nasty demon offered that in exchange for five seconds of you getting your foot stamped on, you'd receive a million dollars, you'd probably go for it. That is pain. It's uncomfortable, but you know it won't last forever. On the other hand, if the demon offered you a billion dollars, but in exchange for having something small, say a mosquito nibble on your ear, but for an indefinite period of time, a century let's say, maybe you're not so sure about that. Pain is manageable because it promises to be temporary. It's stubbing a toe or burning your hand on the stove. Suffering is pain, but without foreseeable end. 
And the unpleasant aspect isn't even the pain itself, but the fact that you don't know when it will end. It is an infinite black corridor, and all hope is gone, and you're a shit, and worthless, and any hope of recovery is impossible. Well, the winter sads, and missing someone you love, and creative burnout, these belong to the suffering camp. Because you know, from the outside, if someone else was going through it, that it will pass. It always does. But when you're in it, all objectivity goes out the window. And so, if you are there now, or if you go there sometime, please remember these words. I have been to the creative wasteland. I have bought a house in the creative wasteland. The lawn is barren, and the floorboards are rotten, and there's a guy who lives next door and plays drum solos at maximum volume all day and night. And you know you will never get through it, and you know you will never return to yourself, and you know the sun is never coming up again. And then, suddenly, you get through it. And you get through it not by walking away from the problem or pouring self-pity on the problem, though I do that a fair bit and I can't recommend it enough, but by working through it. By seeking out those other folks who have been through it, there are thousands of them of course, and by assessing yourself as a doctor would a broken leg. By remembering that you are not worthless, you are a human being with dignity and every right to live and enjoy living. But right now, you're going through a thing. And that's okay. That's fine. You'll feel better soon. I promise. If, like me, you are one of these people whose ego is directly tied to your work, if your work isn't working, you're going to crash, and you're going to go a bit mad for a while. That is to be expected. And it's all very well trying to tie your ego to other healthier stuff, and switching to rice milk and taking up kundalini yoga. Great. Sounds like a blast. Wish you all the best. But if arting lights you up, don't run away from it. Fix it. If it's in you, it's in you. That's how your brain works. That's how your heart was built. Please try to become a self-scientist. Why did you enjoy working when you did? When did it change? How can you revitalize it? Innovate, try new shit, do something totally unexpected, get into another art form, fuck it. What's going to stop you? There are more possible connections in your brain, synaptically speaking, than there are stars in the universe. Are you really stuck or is it just a bad month? I can't solve your specific crisis. It's yours and yours alone, same as you can't fix mine. The only mistake you can make now is thinking there is no fix. There is. It is perseverance. You're going to have to chew glass for a bit. It's not going to be pleasant, but hot diggity, when it's over, you're going to look back on this and be ever so happy you pushed through. It would be fucking dull if there was no fight. This is the war of art. To paraphrase James Dyson, creator of the Dyson Hoover, what I've learned from running is that the time to push hard is when you're hurting like crazy and you want to give up. Success is often just around the corner. And yeah, he's not wrong, huh? This is your edict not to give up. This is your permission to feel bad, to go a bit nuts, sure. Stay up until nine in the morning watching Mad Men if that helps. Totally hypothetical, by the way, I just made that up. But do not quit. The world is waiting to see what you do next, even if they don't know it yet. Do not give up. And if you're just starting out, if you're already there, if you already feel like crap about your potential as an artist or someone who makes things, do not give up. Two suggestions if you are in a pinch. I had a walk through the darkest patch of my creative life a few months ago when, frankly, all the light went away for a while. Lockdown got me good and I didn't see another human in the flesh for about two months. I missed hugs and hanging out and I went quite nuts, I would say, and I certainly didn't have any interest in making anything. But two things got me through, and I hope they help you too. The first is called How I Built This, a brilliant podcast about 
Well, people who built things. How James Dyson turned 5,127 prototypes into a finely working Dyson Hoover. How Instagram got started. Loads of stuff maybe you don't care about. And frankly, I didn't think I would either. But the stories of perseverance are amazing. The second is Endurance, Shackleton's Incredible Voyage by Alfred Lansing about Ernest Shackleton's Antarctic expeditions. The story is insane and true, and I dare you to read or listen to it. Listen to it, the audiobook is great, and not feel inspired. Oh, also The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, amazing read, especially if you're pushing up against a creative wall you don't understand yet. Finally, I can't help but include a Ray Bradbury line about exactly what we've been chatting about. All you umpires, back to the bleachers. Referees hit the showers. It's my game. I pitch, I hit, I catch, I run the bases. At sunset, I've won or lost. At sunrise, I'm out again, giving it the old try. And no one can help me. Not even you. If you are in the place described above, if the creative mob is coming for your thumbs, if you've sunk to the bottom of the pool, this is when you start kicking your legs. You're going to be fine, and then you're going to be brilliant. We're all waiting for your triumphant return or triumphant beginning, whichever it may be. You are going to be fine. Please just work through it. You are going to be fine. Promise.